This is In the Know for Monday, November 16, the 321st day of 2020. There are 45 days left in the year. Good morning, NB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. The hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we're going to update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Big weekend, new Masters champion, and uh, less than two weeks from uh, Thanksgiving weekend. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Happy to be back. Welcome back. After a few days away, what, maybe away for four days or so. Uh, How productive was your weekend? Extremely. You had, uh, what, toy organization and cleaning out and throwing out and uh, staging for... Christmas decorations, yes. which mm-hmm. will be, you know, in uh, a week and four days or so. But yes. do you feel, you get a sense of accomplishment when Absolutely. you achieve that much? It's like checking things off the list. No. You know, so I write lists and I love to check them off. Yeah, so. it was, uh, it just felt a lot to, you know, to get a lot done and to be prepared. And only 45 days till New Year's Day. Isn't it hard to believe there were 45 days until we get to it is. Uh, that uh, particular day? I never thought that it would come and go so quickly, but um, we're, we're getting into the, into the heart of it. So uh, welcome back again. Thank you. He is the five-time winner of the, Col- uh, the Coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. Two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, Rome, and Little Clifty. He's Sam Gormley and the Sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good, how are you? Doing fine. You look like you're in a different room. I'm, Your coloring is so different. You look like you're in a candlelit room. And it's, yeah. It's, I look like I'm a, in a doctor's, a doctor's office or something. It's a work in progress. You're sitting in for Misty, who is on uh, assignment this week. So uh, you got big shoes to fill. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know that I can fill in for right, Misty. Well, you're I doing mean, it's, it today, it's, at it's, least. It's, you're actually filling in twice. Twice, yes. You're filling in for Whitney, who was filling in for Misty and... It's we're making it happen though. I mean, Missy's got big shoes for me to fill. Like a lot of major league baseball teams, we're getting a lot of use out of our bullpen the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> uh, are you? Um, did you see the hail mary yesterday? I, I the, did. I did. The I, NFL theme? I, I was being disappointed on a different channel, so I wasn't <laughs> watching it. But uh, no, I did see the replay. That was. I mean, the Bills and the Cardinals. Yes, you just got to tip your cap if you're the Bills. Yeah, I mean, that's why they call it a hail mary, and that's why they throw it up there. It was, and then the pictures. I loved all of the photographers that got different angles of it, and it right. just shows how talented they are, and and everything along the lines of that. So apparently, four more days until high school football. We're on Monday. High school football Will, is really? supposed to be on, on Friday. So I'm going to ask you, what are the odds? One and four, two and four, three and four. The uh, Y- yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, I don't think anybody knows anything because <laughs> with with everything that's gone with over the past two weeks, everything changes so much. The KHSA meets Wednesday at eight a.m. That's all I know. So who knows what they'll say then? Who, who knows? I, I can't imagine they cancel it two days before a game starts, but I've been surprised before. I was completely geeked out last evening over the SpaceX launch. I thought that it was Saturday. Luckily, it wasn't until yesterday, so I was able to see the crew get ready, get suited up. Now, I didn't watch it like I back in uh, back in June. I did not watch it um, every second and be glued to it. I was able to do other things, but then at six twenty-seven last evening, Central Time, we saw our first uh, full full bore mission above a uh, SpaceX mission to the International Space Station with a full crew of four headed to the ISS. And they'll get there, I think it's going to be at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern time. I think it's a 20, it took them 27 hours yeah, to get 20, there. Yeah, 27 hour like trip, and they will uh, arrive, I think it's at 10 o'clock Eastern time tonight. It's either 10 o'clock Eastern or Central. I'll try and figure it out and let you know. That docking, when they get there and they start showing the photography from the International Space Station, you know, it's not that often, it's not that often 
Avon comes calling at the International Space Station. You know, you get this little capsule. Oh, who? You know, when people come up the drive at your house, who's here? <laughs> yeah, you wonder. Well, well, who? Hey, who? Who's here? Oh, it's those guys from SpaceX. They're here too. Uh, it was just it, the night launch made it even so much better. Yeah, I saw a picture from Central Florida, their football stadium. It, yeah. You could see it off in the distance. It was really cool. Mike, Shannon, Victor, and Soichi are the four astronauts aboard the uh, Crew Dragon. And they, na- they named their crew Resilience, partly in honor of the year 2020. It's required a lot of resilience this year for people. It's a sunny and cool start to the work week. We'll have dry weather. Mainly sunny sky will be the rule for most of the week. Temperatures will be cool the first half of the week with highs in the 50s, but 60s return late week and into next weekend. We'll see a high of 59 today under sunny skies. We'll see mostly clear 40 tomorrow, mostly sunny and 52 will be the order of the day for tomorrow. The president let it slip over the weekend. <laughs> you know, the thing about one thing about Twitter that's different from the other social media platforms, you have the ability to edit your post on Facebook. Twitter allows you two options. Delete it or leave it. <laughs> There's no editing. I, I hate it too. <laughs> Because you never, you never, never fails when you get a big tweet and oh, the wrong form of two or the wrong form of there. That's right. So proofreading before you hit oh, yeah. tweet oh, is, yeah. is very important. But the president, I don't know if this is subliminal, but he tweeted on Saturday and said he won because, and then he went on to make some claim about voting impropriety or whatever it was. He was not tweeting from the golf course, but he did play uh, golf again this weekend. But he and so, but then he quickly had to. So then people said, Oh, so you let it slip. You said he did win. Are you acknowledging that he won? And then he comes back and says, I'll concede nothing. And then he goes on back to his talking points. But it was for the first time, it's almost as if he let it slip accidentally. Well, he won. Oh, so, but the drama continues. We'll see how it goes. Uh, 1,499 new cases of coronavirus confirmed by Governor Bashir yesterday, bringing the uh, the week total, the week total to 16,832. Remember when that was the total total? It really wasn't that long ago. No. It, it's Since the total total was 16,832, and now we had that many in a week. The positivity rate did go to 8.95% on Saturday, but fell to 8.88% yesterday. Hospitalizations uh, really jumped in the last week. 345 more people hospitalized this time this week than this time last week. But people on a ventilator fell uh, from 167 to 156. So that just may be administrative in nature, people coming off and people going on. We're seeing some yellow, Breckenridge County, Butler County, technically into the accelerated category. It's not as if they have smooth sailing, but their numbers did fall just below uh, below enough to get into uh, a color change. But pretty much red, was it 94 counties, I think is what... So, something uh, along, I mean, there's no yellow. Yeah, Menifee County was yellow on Friday and Saturday, but they are no longer yellow. No so. yellow anywhere. And so you got new counties that are in the red which means new recommendations and new requests by the governor. Uh, having schools go to virtual learning, I think a lot, you know, many places of the state have adapted to that now, at least until after Thanksgiving. Asking employers to allow their employees to work from home when possible. Non-critical state government offices will operate virtually. Reduce in-person shopping. Do as much online or curbside pickup. Order takeout at restaurants. Prioritize shopping at businesses that follow and enforce the mask mandate and other guidance reschedule, postpone, or cancel public and private events. Do not host or attend gatherings of any kind. Avoid non-essential activities outside your home and reduce overall activity and contacts and follow existing guideline uh, guidance to defeat COVID-19. With uh, Franklin County being in the red now, that impacts the state of that impacts state government more than it had previously. So Franklin County will sort of be the governor said Franklin County is going to be a model for what they hope that the rest of the state would uh, do. So I guess it begs the question, are more restrictions on the way? And if so, when, um, and what, and what, how much, how much more 
he the governor is in a dicey situation. He's clearly not going to mandate that churches stop meeting in person. Uh, he may try and say all things should stop meeting in person, but he won't start singling things out because that's where he gets into some uh, murky water on First Amendment type issues. So, but he he says if we don't if we don't do better, then things are going to happen. Well, what are these things? Remember. Back in the spring when it was one person per household inside a store at a time. But that was also before we had warmed up um, to the mask situation. You know, early on it was, all right, there's no mask mandate yet, but we need you to limit your ingress, egress to stores, limit the number of people from your household that can be there. So there are things that can be, can be done. You had the person at the door with the clicker, you know, you're number 250, you're 251. And counting people in. Now I'm not even sure they're doing that. people out. Yeah, I don't so. think that they probably that they probably are. But I guess we'll wait and see. The governor didn't. The governor did a pre-recorded or pre-prepared briefing yesterday, so he'll do a live one today. We'll see. I have a feeling these restrictions that he might be teasing are likely to happen at mileposts of the week. It's easier to start something new on a Monday or end the week on that. So I feel like if we're going to get big news for the week, it's probably going to be uh, today, but I have no inside information on that. Uh, Grayson County Sheriff's Office uh, drunk driving arrest has led to the seizure of a stolen handgun. Saturday afternoon, about four sheriff's uh, personnel were uh, uh, working a driver who was traveling erratically near the 93-mile marker eastbound on the parkway. Deputy Rick uh, Melbauer, who was already in the area, executed a traffic stop on a Ford E-250 van near the 98-mile marker, made contact with 21-year-old James Snyder of Upton, suspected he was under the influence, and uh, performed a field sobriety test and arrested the driver. But during a search of the van, they located a 40 caliber handgun stolen from that was reportedly stolen from Meade County. 47-year-old Shane Finley of Big Clifty, who was a passenger, said the gun was his. They additionally located marijuana, which the passenger also claimed they were both uh, lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. A drunk driver has been arrested after running a vehicle off the road before striking a utility pole on Peonia Road on Friday afternoon. This happened about 515. Sheriff's Office and Annetta Fire responded to 6500 block of Peonia Road. A Kia Optima, driven by 27-year-old Krista Barker of Munfordville, crossed the center line heading up a hill and ran a GMC Denali, reportedly driven by 39-year-old Scott Cress of Louisville, off the road. She was driving east on Peonia Road. No, he was driving east on Peonia Road when encountered the westbound Barker three to four feet inside the eastbound lane driving up a hill. Uh, so uh, took evasive action, moved Then the driver. She went on and had a crash. She was lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center, charged with two counts of first-degree wanted endangerment, DUI, careless driving, et cetera, et cetera. A, over in the eastern part of the state in Pikeville, you got it right that time. <laughs> I didn't try to say Pikeville. I stuck it right there. In Pikeville, a Kentucky State Police trooper shot and wounded a man who threatened to harm himself and his father yesterday morning. A trooper was dispatched to the home in Pike County at around 8 a.m. <laughs> after a woman reported a 33-year-old Corey Whitehead, her boyfriend, had threatened to hurt himself and his dad when a trooper arrived at home. Uh, at the home where they were met by the dad and the two went inside and encountered Whitehead. Whitehead later retrieved a firearm and refused to put the gun down when ordered to do so. The agency said the trooper and Whitehead exchanged gunfire and Whitehead suffered a single gunshot to the hand. He was taken to a hospital and treated for his injuries. The trooper was not wounded. That man is uh, lucky. Yeah. Hand. That... the. I don't know what led to the hand being struck instead of something else, but I don't know if it was an accident or if it was serendipitous or typically if you exchange in behavior like that with state, uh, with state trooper, they are trained to use deadly force not to shoot you in the hand and give you an injury. So don't know what led to that. An internal audit has found that a former University of Kentucky employee spent $256,000 in school money to pay for 84 iPhones, other tech equipment, travel, and additional personal items. Well, no wonder it costs so much money to go to school there. 
Wondering how they didn't catch that. Right. The audit That's found a little bit of money. The, quarter of a million dollars. Quarter of a million dollars. The audit found that former College of Education Administrative Support Worker Stephanie Carpenter used her university procurement card. Huh, so that's what they're calling them these days. To make the purchases over three years. Other items she bought include 55 MacBooks and 22 iPads. The audit says that in early March, Carpenter told the College of Education Administrators who asked about inappropriate activity on the card that her computer and relevant files were missing. She was suspended and then resigned on March 17th. Oh, the old my computer ate my homework deal. I got it. Uh, Let's see. The Kentucky Democratic Party will have an African-American chairman for the first time in its history. A party news release says Coleman Eldridge was elected chairman of the party Saturday after Governor Bashir nominated him for the position. Eldridge is a Cynthiana native and served as a special advisor to former Governor Steve Bashir from 07 to 15. He also recently was the government relations director for the Kentucky Education Association and has served in Democratic Party-related roles. He replaces Ben who became chairman in 2007 and announced in September he would be uh, resigning at the end of the year. Sam, I'm sorry to bring up such a sensitive subject, but Johnny Bench's auction ended at just under $2 million. I know Johnny Bench is a sore spot in your your family, so I hate to... Yeah, I mean, that's more my grandma that had the the sore spot. Hey, what... What Mima says, though, oh, yeah, has yeah. influence she, on she, everybody. She would like to have probably said some things to him. Well, she could have bid and got that autograph that she finally <laughs> was in question. Uh, the, the sale that involved live and online bidding ended Saturday at the Louisville Slugger Museum and Factory in Kentucky, not far from where Bench was a 14-time All-Star for the Cincinnati Reds during his 17-year Major League career. I'd forgotten this was going on. I was looking on Friday. I looked because they had an online auction portion. I was like, oh, I'm just curious. And I went and I looked, and they had one of his rings, and the low bid was $64,000. I was like, well, I think I should just close this browser. You didn't place a bid? No, no. Yeah, no. close the browser. Log out. <laughs> yeah, just. So no one accidentally yeah, no. you know, cast a bid on your behalf. Uh, as the- cool as that might be, uh <laughs> a lot of my price range. The Virginia Cavaliers ran past Louisville. Louisville had a hard time hanging on to the ball. On Saturday, the Cavaliers won 31-17. to uh, The Cards are at home against Syracuse on Friday evening. Uh, you Hilltopper alumni over there, you all are happy that they defeated Southern Miss <laughs> on Saturday. It's not been a very good season. I, but they did win 10-7. They're offensively struggled. <laughs> well, they, they, they struggle. I'm sad that I didn't wear one of my yeah, shirts. I my, so my yeah, on, I, well, so. I noticed yours, and I was like, "Oh, well, rats. The, the other thing to know about that both so they scored the team scored very early, and then didn't score another point the rest of the game. Neither no, team. No, it's WKU. This is the exact opposite of what they used to be. Yeah, they they can't score. There, it's no. They're no longer N- Nintendo football, as no, my dad. You know, not when I was it. there. Yeah, when I was there, it was fun. Uh, Chris Rodriguez really helped Kentucky survive Vanderbilt. A late surge, thirty-eight to thirty-five. Uh, Vanderbilt will host Florida on Saturday. The Cats will visit top-ranked Alabama. <laughs> oh, so they got that going for them. Thirty-one-point um, favorites. I've got to tell you, I I I, I missed the beginning of the ball game, so I came to it late. Had other chores that I was working on on Saturday. But I went back on Twitter and saw the uh, missing man formation that they did to begin the game. And what I had not seen that done in football before. I'm clearly aware of missing man formation in military circumstances. I'm familiar with uh, law enforcement and first responders' uh, last call when they call out you know, to a, a first responder and they don't answer and the ceremony involved there. So the fact that the offensive line for Kentucky left their left guard spot open for the first play of the game on Saturday as a tribute to uh, line coach John Schlarman, which we lost last week. And then there was a delay of game penalty that was there and um, that was called. And after the delay of game penalty, which Vandy declined, great sportsmanship on Vandy's part, they declined the penalty. And then Landon Young, wearing Coach Schlarman's number, trotted out into and they realigned they lined up and they started the game I, t- I did not see that happen live i watched it on twitter and i chills and tears for just when i saw landon you know trot out there in that uh did, to, did you see the picture after the game with I the did, offensive line waving at his that. family yes waving at them up in the box yeah. that was uh it was very touching 
uh, it's, there's, there's no good or easy way to do that, but I thought whoever came up with the idea of the missing man formation was uh, it's uh, well done on their part. And, of course, the Masters wrapped up yesterday at Augusta, and uh, Dustin Johnson gets a whole lot of grief because he doesn't show any emotion, they a lot of people say, does he even care? He's apathetic. He, you know, he doesn't he doesn't get rattled. He doesn't get excited. But if you saw the post match interview last night with Amanda uh, Balionis or whatever after winning the Green Jacket, he just completely lost his composure. Like he couldn't answer a single question uh, when asked about winning it. And so something he don't he want he grew up an hour from there. And so great to see Dustin Johnson wearing the green jacket. Only 143 more days until the 2021 <laughs> Masters. So looking forward to it already. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Plenty more on the way here on In the Know. Today is fast food day today. Love it. I think we're all pretty familiar with the the varying types of fast food. It is also International Buttons Day today. You know, we've... uh, Gotta have them. Gotta have them. Had to have them, certainly, before zippers. Mm -hmm. I used to love to play. Mamma had, like, this big container of buttons. I used to love to play with those. Well, just the varying kinds. Mm -hmm. I think you lose... I think we've kind of lost some level of appreciation for the button and the utility that we get from them. But Sam's right. You sort of... You have to have them. There are times when a zipper won't do. But (laughs) zippers have also kind of largely... They have minimized the importance, but when you gotta have a button, you gotta have a button. And then you look down at your, at your board there in front of you. You got a couple buttons there that we gotta. <laughs> That's true. Gotta have. So you know what's funny is I didn't even really think too much about those buttons. I think buttons are so. I think of buttons on clothing. Yeah. Yeah. The sewn-on buttons because the other buttons, the type of buttons you're talking about, are just so woven into my life as my dad correctly says i never met a button i didn't want to push <laughs> and figured out how to push most of them at least temporarily and see uh, i did not mention going to break that uh Beige, if you have a football team in the nfl it's the steelers oh yeah and sam yeah. if you have a football team well you do have a football team oh, in the yeah, NFL. there's no there's and no doubt the, and it's the Bengals. were you surprised that are the Steelers now nine and zero? You know, do we do we have anything else we can talk? about? No, we 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 we, we can talk about it, but I just, uh, you shouldn't feel bad. The Steelers are apparently really good. There's nothing politically correct I can say about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. So mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's I mean the Bengals just aren't there yet. The, I mean they they are in a full rebuilding mode. They're a year away from that. Uh, I don't think they are as bad. But when your secondary you're playing two guys that you picked up off the street. Because everybody else has COVID, yeah. It, it. Yeah. I mean, and you got a quarterback like Roethlisberger. It's, it's, it's a recipe for disaster to begin with. Hey, you could have punted for UK on Saturday. I was, well, the, the guy did. Goodman, good, Goodwin. He didn't do too bad, he, but I mean, the job was open to anybody who wanted to try. I'd have hurt barely. myself. There's no doubt. Probably so. <laughs> uh, if you are planning to travel for Thanksgiving, AAA says expect fewer cars and less traffic. The uh, the road might be on the clearer side this year due to the pandemic. Uh, AAA spokesperson Jim Garrity says as we get closer and things start to unfold, if it gets worse, that could change. But if it gets better, that could change. You don't say. The agency... (laughs) (laughs) Better could change. Worse could change. Thanks for sharing. The agency's report... Of course, I'm the one repeating it. The agency's report said it is expecting a 10% decrease... In travel this year, AAA said this is the biggest one-year decrease in travel it has seen since the Great Recession in 2008. They said it expects 8% fewer cars on the road compared to last year. I think their math is off. Only 10%? I I mean, think, think of every 10 people that you know. Don't you think more than one of them 
will be doing Thanksgiving differently? I don't know. I mean, that's I, I haven't really put that much thought. I would say probably closer to twenty percent if you would like two out of ten. But then again, I yeah, you don't know how many people actually travel. So Sam, you're kind of in an interesting situation. Um, you know, with Beej and I, we're both minutes from our families, and it's not anything to run a few minutes away and visit. You know, on a Saturday for you, it takes you a little more planning and takes more logistics. You kind of have to commit at least a day or so to doing it. So how are you approaching? How are you? approaching thanksgiving and approaching the holidays coming up right now we are my parents are doing a very very limited meal so i think it's just going to be them uh, my younger brother and my grandma okay so it's usually it's aunts uncles and everything but they're doing it with with my grandma being at 92 years old i think it's just getting to the point where we have to be safer Absolutely. and take extra precautions so but it's Will you be zooming in at the table? As as of this second, I will be going. Oh, okay. In gotcha. person. Right. Um, gotcha. But you, with everything, you know, mm-hmm. let's hope that Will that you be wearing happen. like a bubble? Will you be... You know, masking up. I need one of the, like the hamster balls. Put yourself oh, in something oh. where you can well, just r- roll around. I know Cody Brock was sending me. He wanted a... Uh, have you seen the, the zip tent things that are plastic clean? Yep, he says sure. he wanted one of those. I th- to walk around. I think that would be. I think that would be a good look on you at the Thanksgiving table. Well, what I want is I want one of the the face shields that all the football coaches wear. Mm. I've noticed on, as seen on TV, eat. they have one that comes up from your neck and goes up. Or what about the, so the astronaut helmet that we talked about? Yes. Can yeah. I call a game in one of those? <laughs> sure, fine, fine with me. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of, Doctor Fauci is recommending masks at Thanksgiving gatherings if the coronavirus status of people is unknown. So, if you think you've got some people who are going to likely to come to the to the table, like your brother, right? You give your brother the stink eye, like, hey, what have you been doing? I- who only who knows what he's been up to? <laughs> I was going to say you need to make him mask up. Oh yeah. I'd probably make him mask up regardless. It's probably, probably <laughs> so, the best, best case for all of us. Will you all go out in the back in the back out in the backyard and kind of settle it like brothers do? You, you is, gonna my, put is, his my mom, is my mom listening? <laughs> you're gonna put his you're gonna put his mask on for him. <laughs> I was gonna say, if my mother is listening, no, we would never do that. <laughs> I was reminded of the scene in Four Christmases when you got Vince Vaughn and John Favreau and Tim McGraw. And they are all, you know, fighting at Robert Duvall's house. And so that's, you know, that's the way brothers can act we'll, we'll at the holidays, play apparently. Two-hand touch football. Yes. Yes, two-hand touch. If you've not shopped for your Thanksgiving turkey yet, if you've not shopped for your butterball turkey, there's a, a little bit. I, I got some turkeys last week. I didn't get... I didn't get my preference because I didn't act soon enough, apparently. So the larger birds are a little bit harder to find, but the quality of birds are varying in price this year. So if you're buying like the premium uh, butterball type of turkey, the butterball premium turkeys are $1.09 a pound in some places. But then there are other places where you can get, um, if you don't want to ask any questions, (laughs) you can get a bird for uh, 29 cents a pound. But it's not going to have the butterball logo on it, and it won't have the word premium on it anywhere. Is it actually a turkey? I think that's questionable. It's shaped like a turkey. (laughs) It has some semblance of a turkey. I'm just saying it varies depending upon where you go, what store you go to, and the type that you get. Because some people say, well, they got like 29 cents a pound for turkey. I'm sorry. If you're getting any type of meat for 29 cents a pound... Yeah, you I might want to think about that. Gotta, you know. And then there are other people who are skipping the fowl for Thanksgiving and they're grilling. Instead, people are. You I'm, know, so, I'm on board. I know my, board my family's that? not a huge turkey mm-hmm. fan, and I think my dad's smoking one in, in our smoker. You didn't realize so. your dad's a smoker. Yes. So he, needs to, he needs to quit that habit. <laughs> well, that's what we're doing on my maternal side. You're going to grill? We're grilling this year. Sam, are you a TikToker? No. You're not. I'm no. not a TikToker. Uh, I, I, I assume, honey, you're not a TikToker. I don't even. Yeah. I'm not even a Twitter. But apparently, person, so. you can learn how to use uh, your toaster and cook steak in your toaster on TikTok. There's some type of video. So you put oh, you got your toaster oven, 
and then you. <laughs> so we're actually showing no it way. if you're watching it. You can. Apparently, you have to do it like four times or something. Oh, you have to put it in there four times, something like that, roughly, and that gets you medium. Maybe. And that's a lot of sauce added on there. Yes, it is. You should not ruin good beef right. I mean, that's by like... putting that much A1 sauce on there. That's uh, wow. getting it wrong. And also, you might insult the chef if you do that. So you <laughs> want to be very want to be very careful. But I guess if you cook it in a toaster, you probably need that much A1 sauce. Because I can't imagine. I, you know, I don't know. I, it's, I think you would probably ruin your toaster. I think your toast yeah. in the future is going to have a nice... Beefy smell to it, I would, I would imagine. Doesn't sound like a bad thing. <laughs> a woman in Kentucky, no, it could be worse. A woman in Kentucky has gone viral and learned a very valuable lesson about how to put on clothes earlier this month. The bride to be ordered the dress online, a wedding dress online, and when it arrived, she was eager to try it on. But when she put on the gown, she became really upset about the looks of it and sent an angry email to the company wanting to return it. So if you are watching, you'll see her and all of her tattooery in her dress that came delivered to her, and she has it tried on. Fuming at the mix-up, she was shocked to receive the company's response. The company's response said, you put the dress on inside out. I was going to say, do. Please like, put it on the right <laughs> way. There's the... So there's the Maybe it's because there's of my girl. how it's actually supposed to be. But I saw it immediately. Stunned by her own mistake, the bride couldn't help but laugh at the situation. When she did manage to put it on the right way, she wrote the dress actually turned out beautifully. Bless it. It's important. Yeah. It's important to have it right side out. And, uh, and maybe you should have like a mom or a sister or somebody to help you. Yeah, wrong side in. Yeah. Wrong, wrong, wrong side in, right side out is how you're how you're supposed to do it. All right. I didn't know she was from Kentucky. Mm, yeah. I'm sure it happens other places. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm sure it does, but... <laughs> yes, but it's we really don't like having to do those headlines. Yes, the stereotypes. We don't need the help. I prefer Florida man or Florida woman <laughs> or <laughs> something along the lines of that. You might be a bad driver if... Mm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You might be a bad driver if why'd you Sam, do you think you're a bad driver? No, no, I don't. I don't at all. So um, Sam, do you think you drive too fast? No. Okay. I think I'm I'm I, I've learned my lesson. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to hear. After after when I was nineteen years old having to shell out two hundred and fifty dollars. So Oh, I see. Yeah. I see what yeah, you're saying. No, yeah. All right. You might be a bad driver if you leave a party stone sober. But the host still insists on hiding your keys and calling a cab. You yeah. might be a bad driver. If you might be a bad driver, if you've asked a police officer to hold your beer while you find your driver's license, <laughs> might be a bad driver. <laughs> you might be a bad driver if you swerve to miss a tree only to find out it's your air freshener. <laughs> 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 is this before or after you ask the officer right, to hold your beer? I'm going to go with before. Uh, you might be a bad driver if all anyone can see when you drive is your knuckles. Oh, yep, yep. I don't have that problem. If you're looking under the steering wheel, then it could be a problem. You might be a bad driver if cops carry special tickets with your info already filled out. <laughs> I've got friends who are like that. You do? Oh, yeah. And you might be a bad driver if you've ever hit a car in front of you while trying to back up. I've seen Barney Fife do it on the Andy <laughs> Griffith Show, but fortunately I've never done it in person. But those are signs that you may be a bad driver. Hey, hang around. We're going to play You Pick Trivia, give you a chance to flex your, uh, your brain muscle coming up. So stay right with us here on In The Note. Before settling on the seven dwarves that we know today, 
Disney considered Chesty, <laughs> Tubby, Burpy, Deffy, Hickey, Wheezy, and Awful. I did not know that, but those are terrible. Seven that we got. Deffy? Like, like, can't hear? Yes. D-E-A-F-Y. Well, I, I didn't, I, I was. Or not deathy. Not, yeah, D with an F, not a T-H. He was just on the edge of death every time? No. Yeah. That seems. Well, <laughs> Wheezy would also be on <laughs> the Now, that's the only one the that I would entertain. Uh, Changing? Wheezy. Uh, Hickey's kind of funny on there, but it uh, would be kind of confusing. But would, would Chesty, would. Would that be a what, girl? What was the second would one that again? Be, would she be a command uh, Smurfette? I don't. <laughs> um, Tubby. Tubby. I don't mind that one. <laughs> well, if you got sleepy, can't you have burpee? I mean, it does seem to kind of make sense. I'm just glad that those never floated because yep. those are hard to explain to small children. Happy with the ones we got yeah. is what you're saying. All right. Let's play You Pick Trivium. Uh, up for grabs today, absolutely nothing except bragging rights. You can play along in the comments if you like, just to prove how smart you are. Trying to keep our mental acuity top-notch. Headed into turkey trivia and all those things you're going to be competing against your family members about in the coming days. So I have uh, three questions for you pick trivia today. Um, full disclosure... Sam has access to the answer key. Aww. So if Sam gets three out of three, <laughs> it may not be on his own accord. Right, Sam? That is correct. I do have access, <laughs> but I've not. Oh, you've not seen the no. answer key? No, I have right, not. Very good. Okay. I appreciate your honesty. All right, here's question number one, and you pick trivia. Computer or TV screens are often referred to as LCD. Computer or TV screens are often referred to as LCD. What does that stand for? A, liquid crystal diode. B, liquid crystal display. C, lowest common denominator. Or D, low carb diet. A, liquid crystal diode. B, liquid crystal display. C, lowest common denominator. Or D, low carb diet. Give those some choices. Feel pretty good about this one. I think you could use a lifeline pretty quick. You could use your 50 50 lifeline if you were playing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and get down to a couple of options, and then you have to decide between those two. So, have you both locked in your answers? I have. All right. Computer or TV screens are often referred to as LCD. What does LCD stand for? Liquid crystal diode, liquid crystal display, lowest common denominator, or low-carb diet. Sam, we'll start with you. B, the display one. Sam, you say it is liquid crystal display. Beach, what do you say? I also said B, but I laughed really hard at C. Or lowest common denominator. No, That's lowest the, common denominator. Oh, also pretty good. Here is the correct answer is you are correct. Liquid crystal display. Very good. Here is question number two in today's You Pick Trivia. What is the term for someone who collects books? What is the term for someone who collects books? Is it A, bibliophile? Is it B, audiophile? Is it uh, C, philatelist? Or is it D, librarian? Is it A, bibliophile? Is it B, audiophile? Is it uh, C, philatelist? Or is it D, librarian? The reason you have angst is because you so don't want to get this wrong. <laughs> you're right. Because you're a collector of yes. books. Yes. I, I think I can use context clues on this. That's what I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Normally, if, I would glance over. Have but you you're ever not been? Misty, have so. you ever well, been to? I'm too, so I can't. <laughs> have you ever been to a repository away. of books in a Spanish-speaking country? Oh, I have not. But I know how to say it. Uh huh. What is the term for someone who collects books? Bibliophile, audiophile, philatelist, or librarian? All right. Do you all have your lock answers locked in? Yes. All right, Beach. We're going to start with you this time. 
I'm going to go with A. You're going to go with A, bibliophile. Sam, what say you? A. Sam says bibliophile, and that is correct. Because you all know the bibliotheque is the biblioteca is the library. That is correct. So you are a Miss Buckles, you are a bibliophile because you collect books. Complete the title of this nineteen ninety nine Boz Luhrmann hit song. Everybody's free to wear A shades, B scented products. C, sunscreen, or D, pants. Complete the title of this 1999 Boz Luhrmann hit song, Everybody's Free to Wear, A, shades, B, scented products, C, sunscreen, or D, pants. A, B, C, or D. Sam, were you born in 1999? Yes. Barely. Yes, I was was two years old. Okay, but you were probably not listening to Top 40 Radio. No, I presume in my car it, w- in, it would have been classic rock. Your dad was jamming out to Journey or... Or it was or, WLW listening to Jim Scott in the morning. So we had to listen. But if it was music, it was going to be something classic rock. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, That's why hey your now. favorite song is Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> Are you cheating, Sam? I, I don't know how I could be. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you all have your answers locked in? <laughs> I'm going to have to roll with this one. Okay. Uh, it's a pure guess. Boz Luhrmann had a hit song in 1999, Everybody's Free to Wear. And is it A, Shades, B, Scented Products, C, scun- Sunscreen, or D, Pants? Sam, we'll start with you. A, Shades. A, Shades. Beach. So I questioned A, but I'm going to go with D, Pants. D, Pants. And again, you... a guess. For me. You all are both. Oh, really? It is sunscreen. It is a spoken song. I didn't pull it up, but maybe we'll get to it before the before the day is over. Yeah, everybody's free to wear. Would you have gotten sunscreen. this right? Sunscreen. Yes, I would have. Really? Because, and here's why. Uh, more recently, I was reminded that that song was part of our graduation soundtrack. It kind of has a graduation type thing really? back in May. That's right. It sure did. So, and it was also it's been used in several things over the years because it's very unique. So anyway, there's a, a round of you pick trivia. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. It's as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubble gum. The real troubles in your life are apt to be things that never crossed your worried mind. The kind that blindsides you at 4 p.m. on some idle Tuesday. Do one thing every day that scares you. Sing. Don't be reckless with other people's hearts. Don't put up with people who are reckless with your Boz Lorman. Floss. Don't waste your time. Everybody's on free to wear Sometimes you're ahead. sunscreen. Sometimes I you're do recognize you. it now. The race is long. So, so obscure. End, no way. Uh, you've never. I've never heard this before. Yeah. I'm not surprised you haven't Remember heard it. Remember compliments you received. Forget I don't think I'm missing anything either, really. By going 23 really. years without hearing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this would not be something that would be playing in Dave Gormley's nice car. I can say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I could take that. a... Take a pretty strong guess at that. It starts out basically, there is a preamble to the song that says it's dedicated to the class of 1999. So it was big that year, and then it's kind of made a, uh, it has a lot of life lessons in there that, you know, it's, it's not exactly a rap song. No, it's not. But well, it's I heard spoken. Floss in there. That's always yeah, a good idea. It's not a bad idea to do that. On television tonight, Dancing with the Stars, the semifinals on ABC. On CBS, return of four uh, four programs, uh, CBS season three premiere of The Neighborhood. So, uh, Cedric the Entertainer? Yes, okay. it's so good. I, it I've never so good. I've seen the pre, it, the previews always play during Bengals games, so yeah. I've seen previews, but it, I've never watched it. If you get a chance, go back and watch the first couple of seasons or DVR this one and then clear the others out. It's, it's just really good. Cedric the Entertainer is good. Um, <laughs> so, was it Max Greenfeld or what's his what's so, guy's name? I don't know his his real name, but he's Schmidt 
from New Girl. Yeah, yeah, but so I think the it's Max guy. Greenfeld or, but anyway, he's it's just it's good. Uh, Bob Hart's Abishola, it's all right. Season two premiere on CBS. I think I you like, like it better one. than I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just. He's still Mike from Mike and Molly. I'm having a hard time. Uh, Billy Cordell, uh, Gardell, having a hard time him making the jump. All Rise, legal drama, season two premiere on CBS, and Bull, season five premiere on CBS as well. I've heard Bull's good. I've never watched that, though. I like Bull. It's uh, Dr. Phil is an executive producer of it. It's kind of trial science and how they figure out what juries are likely to do, et cetera. So it's, it's You right. probably would like it. I gave up. A little bit ago. Yeah, she doesn't really like legal dramas. No. Yeah, and it's kind of hit or miss for me, so I don't know. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1933, the United States and the Soviet Union established diplomatic relations. In 1907, Oklahoma became the 46th state of the Union. Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. In 2004, President George W. Bush picked National Security Advisor Condoleezza Rice to be his new Secretary of State, succeeding Colin Powell. The engagement of Prince William and Kate Middleton was announced in London this date 10 years ago. Time flies when you're having fun. Birthdays today, Mark Helgenberger is 62. She's in uh, All Rise. She plays a, um, she is a judge on All Rise, but she's kind of a chief judge of the courthouse where they work. You'll know her, though, from CSI. She played uh, Catherine on CSI, the one that was in Vegas. Uh, Dwight Gooden is 56 today. Diana, Diana Krall is 56. Lisa Bonet is 53. She's married to Aquaman. Jason Momoa. Pete Davidson is 27 today. Gone on Forgotten, W.C. Handy, born this date in 1873, the father of the blues. They have a big blues festival for him down in uh, Henderson every year. And in 1909, Burgess Meredith was born. Burgess Meredith played uh what mick on rocky oh okay okay now i now i know cut me mick yes. powered by heritage media of kentucky Shh. <laughs> your turn <laughs> now i know who he is i, I at least have a, a face to a name there i would have never gotten his name that guy's got no manners <laughs> okay uh chart toppers 1957 thurston harris was number one Huey Lewis in the News later on had a hit with this song. It's a good one. Do you know the title of it, Sam? Well, I, I, I can, can see, see across. I can see across. You have the answer so, key. Yes. Cheater, this, cheater. this time I, I am, I am <laughs> as, as Roger said. Little bitty pretty one. Every time I'm over here, I can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, you know, you got. Ba, ba, ba. It was on the American Graffiti soundtrack. Such a good soundtrack, too, to that movie. Let's go to 1966. The New Vaudeville Band was number one. Everybody knows the New Vaudeville Band. Probably everybody's got it on their iPad or on their uh, iPod because everybody still has one of those. This is Winchester Cathedral by the New Vaudeville Band. Number one in 66. Come on, guys. Sing along. I know you all know it. That's Dennis's job. I, I don't. Uh, I can't take his thunder, right? I actually think it's an instrumental. Well, I know you wanted him to figure out the lip, uh, the lyrics for "Pomp and Circumstance." So. Oh no, it does have words. Why'd they make that guy sing through his hand like that? I mean, sounds like into so an old telephone. Just kind of sing thing. out loud, sing out strong. Don't do Just really doesn't make sense. It defies logic. Let's go to 1975 in what was kind of a weird bounce back hit for the Four Seasons. Ooh. I like this one. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. Uh huh. Who loves you, pretty baby? Ba, 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 ba. 
did make it on the best of album, but it's kind of weird. You know, December uh, 1963 was a late hit for them. Who Loves You was a late hit for them, but most of their hits were in the you know 60s, the 50s and 60s. As evidenced by the hit Broadway production of Jersey Boys. Let's go to 1984. Frankie Valley was not on this song. No. Dave normally listened to this one a lot. They went and sold the Jersey Boys. I know when I was growing up. But so. not but not Wham. No. And George Michael. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, this is probably on the back end. <laughs> it's kind of hard to believe George Michael's dead. Just a while, what, what, four or five years ago, too, yeah, right? It's been a long time now. Meet Love's number one in 93. I'd do anything for love. But. Uh-uh. One of my favorites. You don't like Meat Love? Uh, no, I'm fine. Uh. I'd do anything for love, but uh-uh. I won't do that. <laughs> Let's go to 2002, Santana. Michelle Branch, The Game of Love, and Rihanna and Calvin Harris, We Found Love, number one in 2011. Sure, did you like this song because you didn't have to change anything for seven (laughs) minutes when you listened to it? Hey, it's seven minutes long. It's actually seven minutes and 25 seconds long. It's the proto-freebird. Every good DJ knows those songs that are long that they they have their chance. You darn right about that. Exactly. (laughs) MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky, WKHG Litchfield, Kentucky, USA, 104.9 FM, the Twin Lakes Best Man, K100.